It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Birds podcast presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you as we come to you after mm. the Eagles secured the one seed. And it seems like not everyone is super psyched like they should be, but a uh, lot to get into today. I am pumped the Eagles got the one seed. I'm guessing you're a little less pumped. We'll dive into it all. But look, ultimately on a basic level, the Eagles will not play football this week. The other teams will. Yeah. And they get to wait. And they have two home games to get to the Super Bowl. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, I mean, the Eagles have the best chance of any team in the NFC to go to the Super Bowl. Is really the best way you can put it. All the other teams have to play this week. The Eagles don't. The Eagles don't have to go on the road. The other teams will, right, presumably. So, yeah, I, I think that, you know, when, when we start the year and we talk during training camp even in the preseason games, right, and I always say you only, you're only guaranteed 20 games. Preseason, regular season, you're only guaranteed 20 games. And now that the 20 games are over— you know, the it probably couldn't have gone better than it did. Like if you you would sign up for this, not only in the first seed in the NFC, because obviously that's huge, but you look at what the team was this year. Jalen, you know, if he doesn't get hurt, sounds like 2017, but if he doesn't get hurt, he wins MVP, right? We'll probably be saying that for four or five years now, like we have for Carson. But even with even without the MVP thing, Jalen took the leap that everybody wanted him to take. Uh AJ Brown. A bigger leap than anyone yeah, expected. Exactly. Yeah. AJ Brown couldn't have gone better. Devontae, a complete stud. Hassan Reddick couldn't have gone better. Brandon Graham couldn't have gone better. Like, you know, Bradbury, complete hit, all these things. So I think on a on a like a largest possible scale, like the most macro of macro scales, you look down at this season and you go, couldn't have gone better. Could not have gone better. It was everything the Eagles hoped for. But there's also no denying that yesterday was not the performance I think most people wanted to see. Um, I don't have to use the term style points if that triggers people, but the way I would put it is, to me, it felt like two straight losses, Jalen hurt, uh, Jalen was hurt. You know, it felt like the season was going off the tracks. 
And I don't know if yesterday put it completely back on the tracks. It put it back on the path to the one seed, obviously, which is huge, right? It's humongous. And like I said before, momentum can change back quickly. If Jalen has... We saw it in 2017. Saw it in 2017. Literally. Yeah. Now it took almost, you know, a, it took till the it took conference. Half, it took, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like till the second half. The, the Atlanta half, game really. wasn't... Ex- yeah, yeah, but... It was the no, second right. half of the Atlanta game they played pretty solid. Yeah. Um, but if Jalen comes out... And the first drive of the first playoff game, you know, he looks awesome. Then, boom, they're right back on track, full steam ahead, right? It just wasn't the performance I wanted to see. I didn't think Jalen played well. I, uh, you know, I didn't think the offense clicked like like they. I was hoping they were going to. I didn't see almost anything that was encouraging in that game. And then after the game, I thought it was extremely discouraging and concerning the way they talked about Jalen. Nick said he was hurting during the game. He said he was really hurting. Really hurting during the game. It took a lot of work to get him ready. Jalen talked about how hard it was to get ready to play. And I, I'm maybe I'm misremembering, but he almost talked about like how close it was that he didn't play or something like that. He was he was very open about the fact, I thought, that it was not easy for him physically to get ready for this game. So we could wash away the idea that, you know, they were just being cautious with him. He could barely play yesterday, right? So... When you look at the fact that they are openly admitting he is still hurting from this injury. This isn't like conjecture. This isn't being you know overly pessimistic. He is still injured heading into the postseason. And then you combine the fact that I didn't think he played well yesterday. I think some of it was rust, but he did not play well yesterday. And that's kind of where I'm at with it. That I'm I'm able to realize on a on a macro scale. Things are awesome with this team. They got the 10th pick in the draft from the Saints, right? They have, they have, they got, they got the one seed and the yeah. 10. I mean, whatever else, whatever else happens from here, like Howie Roseman, right? Hats off, my friend. It, it, like, yeah. what a year. Yeah, and you know, I I was talking on WIP a few weeks ago and saying, in some ways, this season's already a success. You have your quarterback, Jalen's the guy. The team's loaded, all those things, right? But I also said before the year, God, I got to see a playoff win. You know, like I think it's important for this team to win a playoff game. And I'll probably pick them against whoever they play first. And if you look at the possible opponents, there's not a juggernaut lining up, right? Seattle, the Giants. Um, Niners are really, and they can't play them in the second round. Well, I mean in the first round. No, I know, yeah, and yeah. they can't play them in the second, t- divisional round, whatever Correct. you call it, yeah. first round for the Eagles. They're the only team that I, like, I'm not I'm not scared of anyone. They're the only team that I think, like, as a— Yeah, they're look, playing really well. It, right, if Jalen is really not right by the, in two weeks by the time they play, like, they, of course, could lose any game. But the Niners are the only team where I'm like, oh, I think that's a real matchup. If the Eagles are good and they're good, I think that's yeah, a real matchup. Yeah, I've, I've probably turned back to that, seeing with how the Eagles are playing now. But well, I mean, look, we're, we're complaining about the Eagles just getting by and stuff. And, and you know, like Dallas got whooped by Sam yeah, Howell. Yeah, for know? sure. So it's not like everyone's and Dak's playing sliding. Awful. Dak is awful. Dak's playing I mean, really Dak bad. Dak tied for the interception league with 12 games played. It's insane. Seven straight games with a pick. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, he's played really, really bad. And I think... Three straight games with a pick six or something yeah, like that. Unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, so the Cowboys are not playing their best football going in either. Um, it just wasn't the performance I wanted to see from the and Eagles look, yesterday. I get it. And and it's it's funny because, you know, we do all these shows all year and and it's it's not that often where the exact scenario that we talk about right. on our Saturday show is the exact way it plays out. And, and that we both feel exactly how we said we would. Mm-hmm. Because I get it. I understand where you're coming from, especially knowing where you were going into the game. But I just wanted to win. And I do come out of that saying, I'm happy they won. Now, I can't say, like, the quotes after the game about Jalen, 
obviously, if you're an Eagles fan, you have to look at that and say, all right, that's concerning. Like, mm-hmm. he was, he was, as you said, shout out to you, you said the whole time, like, hey, guys, <laughs> he's way more hurt than everyone thinks. Yeah, like, he's hurt. Stop this. Stop this nonsense if he could play all these games. Like, right. Turns out that was the case, right? And that's the concern. You hope in two weeks he's fine and we're good to go and whatever. But outside of that, like, I thought they approached the game where they went into this game and said, we have to win this game, but we are going to do literally as little as we possibly can in terms of scheme, in terms of of putting our bodies on the line, whatever, to win this game. Because they knew they were going up against backups. And was it pretty? No. Like, should they have given up any points to Davis Webb? Right. Of course not. But I really do think, and I don't, I don't think it's you know necessarily a great way to go into a football game, but I do think, and you saw it. I mean, the offense was as vanilla as we've seen all year, and I think they look. And I even heard you on Angela. I was going to say, yeah, like, they should have run more. It's crazy that they yeah. came out just throwing the ball, especially late in the game. Just chew up some clock, do some stuff. Mm-hmm. Felt like Boston Scott every time he touched the ball was like ten yards. Dude, Boom. like, what I, are we I, doing here for Sirianni? Someone that clearly is in on bets, the T-shirt yes. bets, yes. the flower bet. Yes. Like, come on, bro, just give Boston Scott just the ball. Give the ball. It's so simple. Now, I will say this about about the offense. I do think Jalen tried not to run it. I think hundred percent yeah. he did. He now, didn't run it all. Like it, it did not look like the Eagles' offense because he was not. There were multiple times where Jalen would would run multiple times. And now he just the, didn't. the concerning part for me about that though is, is will he run in two weeks? Yeah. Is is was he not running because they don't want to show anything, or is he not running oh, because he's not ready to well, get hit? Well, and also, parse, it, par, it could be that also, but it, it could, could be a little be that, bit of both. Yeah. That he didn't want to take any unnecessary yeah. hits unless he had to prior to the playoffs. Right. And, you know, part of me in the playoffs, obviously, wants him to play his game and not think about it, right? But the other part of me is is worried that he's thinking about it out on the field. Like, he was obviously thinking about it on the field yesterday. Whether or not it was he was thinking about the coaches telling him he better get down or whether or not he was saying, no, 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 I don't want to take that hit because it hurts. They're not going to win in the playoffs if he plays the way he played no yesterday, doubt. right? No they're, they're not no going to do it now. Maybe they win a game. They're not. They're not. Yeah, they're they're not. They're not the same team if he plays like that. So that's like the that. question: Was he doing it because that's what he can do, or was he doing it because that was the game that was plan the game plan? Was the now, but here's my issue with you know what was the game plan, right? They're going up against backups to an already. I know that the, the uh, Giants have some more talent on defense than they and do it's on not offense. All backups, obviously. Well, so, well, it was the majority of them. Were but backups. what's interesting is I agreed with that. But then I was talking to some of my friends that cover the Giants after the game, and they said they would they would say only one starter on defense played. Wow. So so it was the majority of of uh, of backups, far far majority of backups. So that's my thing that. Yes, you can call vanilla plays. You can say you're running this offense, but they had A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. They had their whole starting offensive line besides Lane. And look, let's who knows, maybe Driscoll, whatever, right? They had Jalen. They had all their running backs. They're that That's like the offense, I would guess, with the most pro bowlers in the NFL on it, right? Or at least very close to it. So I just can't get down with the idea that the, they were running an offense that was meant to be vanilla, so it's okay they didn't score a lot of points. They got to the red zone five times. Now, I do think in the red zone specifically is where Jalen's legs have really helped this team. And so maybe, you know, come playoff time, which is the next game, like come playoff time, he'll be ready and they'll do that. But to go one, I mean, Jalen says after the game, that's a good red zone team, like. Come on. You're you're going up against backups here with all your Pro Bowl guys. They should have scored more than 19 points. Point blank. Or, sorry, 22. I 20, think it was 22-16 or whatever. I, I think it was uh, 
25. I can't, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, you're 22, right. 16, 16 points. Is, yeah, yeah, you're right. 16 points. I feel like um, I'll look it up to make sure. I know they won by six is what I remember. I think it was 22-16. Okay. Yep, 22-16. They should have scored more than 22 I'm points. usually good at the numbers for some yeah. reason. I can usually pull out like the scores and stuff. I don't um, know. They should have scored more than 22 points. Uh, the interception by... You like how I just like flexed about remembering the score from yesterday's football game? It was good, game. yeah. Yes. Yeah. What, a, what a flex by you. As someone that definitely has a bad memory, though, that is uh, that is impressive. For me, I'm saying I have yeah. a bad memory. Um, only 22 points. Bad. Uh, the interception Jalen had in the red zone, that one, I would just lean on Rust. I don't think that was a throwing thing, but it was definitely a super ugly interception. It was. And he had three interceptions in his first 13 games, and he has three in his last two. Now there's a gap between those, right, because Chicago and that. But they're turning it over way more than they used to, right? So, yeah, I mean, it was not what you wanted to, to see from Jalen. And so what you kind of have to ask yourself is – is this just what the team is now? Because, and this is a memory thing, so I can't remember if I said this on the pod or if it was only on, on the Angelo interview, but it's not just yesterday. Like, it's been, if you look at it, the last 10... You didn't say this yet. Yeah. Okay. So if you look at the last 10 games, right? And I actually think, let me let me pull this up really quick so I can go through them one by one, because I'm sure that'll be captivating. Now, is the Dallas Saints game, like, those games don't really count in the same way as the games you're going to talk about before? Sure. If you want to say that, yes. I mean, you would agree, right? I mean, right. with Hurts, without Hurts, right, a different so, football team on, on multiple levels. I, I know I had this. I can't find it. Regardless, last 10 games, right? You think about the Colts game. Whatever. Not that impressive. It, winners win. Winners win. They had win. the, the, yeah. the three-game run. Giants, right? where they, 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 that was one we were talking about. Wow, this could yeah, be an all Yeah, was those three games out of the 10. Like the Texans they game, they weren't that great. 40, 35, 48 yep. of the three yeah. straight. Yeah, yeah. So I just think that I've reached a point a little bit with where over the last month, Chicago, Dallas, Saints, and yesterday. Now, two of those were without Jalen, so I'm doing what I'm, I'm about to say I hate. But I feel like if they were still a great team, we wouldn't have to have so many weeks in a row where we have to excuse away a bad performance. Like Chicago, you know, now you hear a lot, like I was talking to other people about this yesterday, a lot of like, well, it was really cold in Chicago. Like, come on, man. It's the Chicago Bears versus what should be a, a title contending Eagles team. The game against the Saints last week, they should have won that game with Gardner, right? Agree. Yesterday and they should have won against the Cowboys game. Yeah, and against the Cowboys, it's well, you know, they turned it over four times, and then yesterday, it's well, they were running a vanilla offense. It feels like to me we are consistently making excuses for this team when they're not playing well. Like there has not been again, there was that three game stretch, but even after the Colts game, right? It was hey, at least they won, right? The Texans game, well, it was a short week. Uh, after the Washington game that they lost, well, they're not going to turn it over four times every week. So it just feels like the majority of pods we've been doing recently on post game is oh well, don't worry, right? And I, you could end up being right, and I'm not singling you out because I feel a lot of this way too sometimes. But I also wonder if we there is a freight train coming at us, and we're just ignoring it completely and continually being like, well, it's going to stop. Like, yeah, that train's not coming. Like, again, when's the last, three out of the last 10 games have we had a pod where we're like, yep, this is like, they look great, right? And that's not a good ratio. I know every team's not going to play well eight out of 10 games. I'm sure the Niners, even on this winning streak, have probably had games. Well, the Vegas game. Yeah, right, exactly. So I'm not saying it has to be 10 out of 10. It just feels like those weeks of coming in and doing the post-game pod and being like, yep, they were awesome again, feel very, very lo- far ago. Right, and I get that. And let me push back a little bit to use okay. an Elliot Shore There you go. Phrase. That is a term of mine, it's for sure. It's years, and I yeah. like it quite a bit. And look, we've talked about some, some of the things, like the indie game, You know, going back to indie, the Sirianni part of it, same with Eberflus. Like, who knows yeah. how much that stuff matters. And I do think, and we've always talked about this, I think there is something to, to looking at the Bears on tape and saying, oh, like, 
these guys just aren't that good. You yeah. know what I mean? There's not that talented. We can go in there and, and you, you, it is a mental game in that way. And I don't expect in the playoffs them to come into a mm-hmm. game like that. And for me, the Gardner stuff, I just, not just from on the field, but like we talked about all yeah, the, the stuff Jalen brings. And all that. I just, I can't put them in the same class. So I understand what you're saying, but I think it's also just partially the fact that, you know, they were playing so well and now it's been a month. But if you step back and again, you know, Look at it without the the Gardner game. I mean, Jalen Hurts is fourteen and one this season. Yeah, fourteen and one. Yeah, and and the I the injury thing is what it is. That is the number one biggest concern for me heading into the playoffs. Is where is Jalen at? And where will he? Where will he be at in two weeks? And we we can't know that. We can't know that. I mean, Zach Berm uh, Zach Berman put out last night that they said that he didn't start throwing until like a week ago. Like, yeah. So like. The whole he couldn't have played those games. Like we, he barely played yeah, yesterday. That, that debate's over. So, but we do have two weeks before the playoffs, right? So, so we there is time, and we don't know how he'll look and all that. But the fact that he went out and was able to just throw the ball around yesterday, I think, is a positive sign in terms of of the next couple of weeks and more time to get ready mm-hmm. and all that. But again, just in terms of what you're talking about, they went 14 and one when Jalen was on the field with them, and yesterday I get it. But they certainly didn't go into yesterday's game the way they're going to go into a playoff game in terms of motivation, in mm. terms of who they're going up against, in terms of scheme, in terms of the way they're going to play, and obviously in terms of how Jalen looked. And the whole team gets an extra week off. I know they had to play yesterday, but they get a week off while these other teams are playing. So I understand it. And look, no one can say that they feel the same way they did during that stretch, the the, the Giants, right. Packers, because A, all these guys weren't hurt. Jalen first and foremost, the most important yeah. injury, but then Lane and Maddox and all these guys were ready to roll and it felt like, all right, everyone's coming back, they're gr- they're, they're, they're jiving right now. And then the, the injuries, especially the hurts when happen and you can't say it's the same thing. What I will say is that yesterday's performance I don't look at and say, oh, God, they didn't look good yesterday. And that makes me concerned because I really think that their goal yesterday was get out of this game with a win and don't get hurt and get ready for the playoffs. And I'm not saying that's perfect or whatever, but that's the way as from, from a coaching, playing standpoint. And to your point, look, should they probably win that game 30 to, to, to 10? Yeah, there, there shouldn't have been an onside anyway, kick at the end. It shouldn't have been that close. They, they let up whatever. But ultimately, they had to get a win. They got a win. Now they have two weeks off, and they're the one seed. And they have to they play two home games to get to the Super Bowl against teams that I'm again. The Niners are the one that quote unquote scare me the most. And and it's the Mister Irrelevant is coming in to play quarterback in a yeah, playoff game on the road. I, I agree, and that's the one thing he's when been you, good. But on the road, seventh round, like I'm just saying, well, but, like, well, uh, I need to see him in that spot. Hundred percent. And I think the one of the great positives is going into the playoffs for the Eagles is. Geno Smith, Daniel Jones, yep. a semi-cooked Tom Brady. I mean, like, Jalen is easily, and again, he's got to be healthy. Jalen is easily the best quarterback in the NFC yeah, playoff. Yeah, agreed. I think the closest would be Kirk Cousins, and that's not close, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, I mean, Brady. For, for all, you could uh, argue Brady just because it's the playoffs, and and yeah. he's looked okay going in. But yeah, I'm with you, right? Man. I mean, and I'm sure we'll talk about Gannon a little bit. But if you're a Gannon can't beat good quarterbacks guy, good news. Not a lot of great quarterbacks Not coming through the link. Not until you get to link. one of those three, you're probably going to face yeah, the exactly. Super Bowl if you get Now, there, yeah. that being said, if they make the Super Bowl, I never want to hear any Gannon slender again, depending well, on yeah, how well, it goes. And if, especially yeah, the, if they, then if they can handle the Super Bowl. Right. Do you but, see uh, Go ahead, yeah. No, I was just going to say, um, I forget. I was just going to comment about Joe Burrow doing the, the, you see the championship window thing. Oh, that was really good. Uh, yeah, it's open as long as I'm here. That's like, really, really my, good. Th- this team's championship window is my whole career. Like, and what a badass. So, anyway. kind of Rimby wrap up big picture stuff. Yes, we've had this debate a lot, 
throughout like the you know probably starting in I would say October November like I would I wouldn't normally I was not putting the Eagles at the top spot right I'm curious where you think they stand now compared to those three teams they have compared to be four, to the right? AFC like teams? The, the power trio in the AFC so I so the I, big I, three well, let's look let, let's talk about that because I I think that it's really close actually and again Jalen has to be healthy but if Jalen is is maybe he's not gonna be perfect a hundred percent but if Jalen is a noticeable difference from what we saw yesterday, and he's running, and we still don't know if the what, the decision was just yeah. To protect. He, he could come out I mean, and be it's himself. Not like his it's legs not got impossible. Hurt, right? He's last got two year, more weeks. Last yeah. year, the issue he didn't look the same running. He didn't have that same burst because of right. that ankle injury that was way worse than we knew in the moment. He didn't look like he could move. At least he can move. Like th- that will be a part of his game. Yeah, you know, at least to a certain extent, we expect. But depending on where he's at, you know, I think that they're very similar. I, I think that. Look, I think right now you have to give Mahomes the edge. Like, he's done it uh, of the, the four teams we're talking about. He's the one who's won the Super Bowl. He's the one who's been in these spots. He's the one who's had so these games. So you put the Chiefs so one. I would put the Chiefs okay. one. Um, I, look, I think the Bills thing, it's it's fascinating because I do think there's extra motivation there. It's an, and, and by the way, the I mean, the best thing that happened yesterday was yeah. all the DeMar Hamlin stuff. I mean, obviously, the, I mean, the, kickoff, dude, the opening return, kickoff was kickoff like— Kickoff return to start. Yeah. And DeMar tweeting through the game yeah. and like— Demar tweeting at T Higgins, Demar, like it was the FaceTiming Miles Sanders, FaceTiming on like it was the highlight of the day by far. Yeah. Like it was amazing, but you know the Bills still like they, it took them kind of till the the fourth quarter yeah. or so to kind of they're pull playing in the Pats. A Patriots team is probably overrated, but they are playing a Patriots team sure. that has to that win is to a get playoff in. Team. Yeah, and the Bengals look pretty good, but against you know Anthony Brown and stuff like that. So I, I think they're all pretty similar. I think I would probably go. Chiefs, Bills, Eagles, Bengals. If I had Interesting. to, okay. But I Bengals think, offensive line, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, but yeah. the Eagles offensive line, true, not playing that well not either, great. right? Um, which, which is concerning. All right, let's get into some of the other stuff from the game, and then we'll kind of look ahead to the actual playoff field and, and the defense too. I guess it is yeah. nice to have a, a little time off before. Yeah, that's it'll for sure. be interesting to like. We don't do it a ton, but we'll probably do it more now. Like really preview games. Yeah, you know, which like really, really dive in. Really exciting. Really get our X's and O's hat and on. And by the way, uh, the, should be fun. The coolest thing that happened yesterday was Jalen wearing the MGM back shirt. That was. I mean, that was. I texted Elliot. I was like, yeah. I was like, this is the biggest example we've ever seen of franchise. Dude, like, let of me your, say of your term. Let me say something about Jalen. Yeah. So, uh, in the pre- post game press conference, like. He's got the MJ shirt on. He's got the uh, breed of one chain on. The dude is 24 years old. Everyone in that room, I don't think it's a stretch to say, is if not twice his age, close to twice his age, right? I guess I, you know, there's like me, Josh Tolentino. There's some younger Younger, people. But the way he commands a room and the way that grown men, I'll just speak for myself because I don't want to like comment on other people. Like, the way he is just able to completely take control of a situation and talk and like speak, like he's like got a God-given ability to, you know, just well, like the look in his eyes. Think and about the, how that translates to the locker room and those yeah, guys are looking 100%. at him and those players. The, you know what I mean? I'm right, I'm right there with like, you. Like, just the way he's like, it's a, it's, it's a, a command. Again, he has a it's command. A guy, yeah, it's it's unbelievable the way he can do it. So the MJ thing, the like the the fact he never smiles, but like it's just. I don't know. He's he's and an even amazing... talking about where he's like, yeah, I'm not gonna smile. It's over. I'm yeah, like, I'm like, he's ah. a special guy. He knows he's exactly a... what to in do. In the post afterwards, uh, he does his post game press conference, and he's in the tunnel afterwards, hanging with Sirianni and his, and the kids, and the kids are all like jumping all over him, and he's like, oh, how are you guys doing? Like, it's just he's a special, special guy. Yeah. Whatever happens here on out, it, yeah, he deserves he, everything he gets. Yeah, he really does. And yeah. again, uh, you know, in terms of of and you know the there are the questions about the running and getting hurt and all that, and those are. We can have right. those debates, and I'm sure we will, and all that. But in terms of just betting on a human being yeah. as a as a franchise, he's the guy. He's the guy. 
He's yeah. I've never wanted to bet on a guy more. You right. know, as someone who's been in Philly, I've never wanted yeah. to. Um, all right, I got a bunch of, and we'll get back to the big picture stuff at the end, but let's focus on a couple little things from the game yesterday. A uh, bunch of notes here I just want to get to quickly. Obviously, shout out to A.J. Brown, breaking Mike Quick's record. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> now 17 games. Devontae breaks the receptions record. I have a Devontae take in one second, but what do you, how, let's just quickly get into the, the how do you feel about the 17 game, 16 game thing? Because like, they did break the records, and you made a really interesting point on the radio show the other day, being like, look, in 15, 20 years, it'll just be the record. Yeah, so. Which I, is a good point, and especially because it could go to 18 and all that. But it is. It does feel a little weird when you're like, he broke the record. And it's like, ah, I played Well, but also, and this is me not knowing my history well enough, but, you know, there's probably records we've talked about for a long time that were made course, in 16 well, games well, I mean, where they were, 14. you know, so. Baseball so, had that a lot with the right. 154 versus the 162 and all right. that. Like, it, that was well, the Babe Ruth, Roger Maris thing. Ruth did 60 and Maris said 61. Right. Or, or 62. Uh, Ruth did 60 and 154, Maris did it in 162 and so it, on. And so it on. is wild to me that AJ broke the record for re- receptions in a season. Uh, not Sorry, not AJ, Devontae. Yeah, Devontae. Because as great as Devontae was, it didn't feel to me like he was catching, you know. He's the number two. Yeah, but but he broke it. Um, Phenomenal. I mean, they're both awesome. And again, you know, we had this debate in training it's, it's camp. It's over. It's best, over. They're the best duo this, of receivers this team has ever had. All right, here's my Devontae take. Because yeah. we, we, I think, last year and early this year would have gone the other way on this. Because, look, Jamar Chase is Jamar Chase. He's still, if you're redoing that draft, you're taking him first of the three. All right, then I have a take after this. I think Devontae's better than Waddle. And I think Jalen Waddle's a really good receiver, and he is explosive, and he is really fun to watch. I would rather have De- I think he just offers you more. I think he is so much more dependable. He, is, he just is a more consistent threat throughout a game. And Waddle is great. It's not a rip on Waddle. They're both going to be top 10 guys at some point in their career. I think Devontae's better. I'm actually, I, 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 did, I wouldn't have said this last year. I think he's better. It's an interesting take. Um, I don't know if I completely disagree. I would, I would have to honestly do more research right. on Waddle, but I don't think it's crazy for sure. Um, and what a trio. I mean, really, we're going to look back and that, like, all three going top 10, all three really yeah. look like they're going to be stud, stud It's receivers. unbelievable. I mean, yeah. Jamar Chase, even not playing, you know, the games he did. So my Devontae take would be. And well, it's because I was when I was doing it, I was going to look at Chase's stats, and and the take was going to be Devontae had easily the best season of the three, but he missed like four well, games. But even then, it's like Chase missed four games, and his numbers are still insane. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can't yeah, say he's, that. My he's, bad. He's yeah. insane. Yeah. Um, I think Devontae is probably almost just as good as AJ. They're they're really close. Yeah. Like yeah. now, AJ, I mean, they're just very different. But they, AJ they gets the number one. They complement each other so well. Yeah. You got the guy who can do the contested, and not that Devontae can. He's good at that, but Devontae. I, I mean, think Devontae is just as good as he AJ. He's great, but do you ever remember? And I mean, I can't remember the last time the Eagles had a receiver who is open by five yards more often than this it, guy. Yeah, well, it's it, unbelievable. It is, but also he is awesome at contested it's catches. All of it. Yeah, yeah it exactly. Wasn't meant to no, be I know a it's not, I was but just I pointing just, out like how open. He I think is sometimes he gets over. It gets overlooked because you think I agree. of. Yeah, like, he's great. At it's it. you know he's a great route runner, but he he can literally do it all. Yeah. I think he's just as good after the catch as AJ. The only benefit to AJ, I think, would be AJ gets the number one guy, and I think they the coverage is leaning towards him a little more. That's probably an uneducated statement by me, but that would be my guess. But I think Devontae, I mean, Devontae is, an, is a number one receiver. Yeah, I agree. He is a number one receiver. All right. Um, CJGJ returns. Uh, yeah. First and foremost, crazy to think that he ended the season tied for the interception. I know. Lead. Missed like Pretty much five games. Yeah, the I one felt like he, he missed the half the year, to he be missed, honest. Yeah, it was five five games, <laughs> right. including the one he got hurt in initially. But the five games still led the league, tied for the league leading interceptions. Um, was back yesterday. What do you think about his usage, his preparedness for the playoffs? Well, all that? good question. I'm happy you brought this up. Yeah. Oh, I got, oh, dude, I, yeah, I, I know. my lists are intense You're killing today. it today. Yeah, You're I'm in playoff it. mode. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm ready. Uh, 
I, I, so I was not surprised they put him at nickel. Um, I think it's the right decision. Reed Blankenship did get trucked by Davis Webb on, on the goal line, so not a good look for him. But I thought that uh, putting Reed at safety and CJGJ at nickel was the right call. Um, I was surprised they did it yesterday because it seems like if that's what you're going to do, like why not why just hold it? it? Yeah. Now, they probably wanted to get him reps there. But them doing that there, I thought also was an indication, and I know it's different sides of the ball, but on on the defense, you show your plan with your biggest question mark going into the playoffs, and then on offense, you show nothing. Seems a bit counterproductive, like a counterintuitive. Um, but I thought he played well. I haven't had a chance to rewatch the game, but watching it, I mean, they only gave up the points they did, and they were all at the end. When I I personally think the defense took their foot off the pedal, I, very clearly. But yeah. um, and look, it took it took a. a Unbelievable Kenny Galladay yeah, catch. It was, First catch he's made as a giant, believe it or not. Right. And uh, you know, Davis <laughs> Webb trucking dudes. Like, yeah. it, it wasn't like your normal. They weren't out skiing. They weren't just anything. walking down right. the field. So, to so I thought he I thought he looked good. Um you know, and we just talked about it. There's not many great quarterbacks coming through this this uh NFC, this NFC. And also not a lot of great deep passing teams. For the concern about Reed's speed in the backfield. There's not a ton of deep threats that I can think of the top of my head in the NFC coming in. You know, depending how you feel about Brady's arm deep and all that. But yeah, I thought CJ. Uh, I thought he was good. It was funny. He said after the game, he goes, uh, "He goes, I get treated very, 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 very better here with the Eagles than I was with the Saints." Wow, that's yeah. a really interesting comment. Coming yeah, from. and it was also interesting. He played with pretty good corners in New Orleans. Yeah, Lattimore. And the, yeah, he said it. he said the difference was when I came here, I had to realize I'm not the best coverage person on the team. Wow, what a boy! Especially with Marshawn Lattimore on the Saints, like he's legit. That's yeah, a, wow. So all right, yeah, he's good. It doesn't lack confidence. No. I appreciate it. No. Um. All right. Um. By the way, Blankenship. Really nice player. Like we told you, there's so many of those yeah. undrafted guys. Like Corey Clement, obviously, is the all time like undrafted turned into hero in a season type guy. But I feel like there's so many of the Paul Turners and the Henry Josies and these guys that we're yeah. like, God, this guy would make a difference. And all you got and Blankenship, one of those ones that like we didn't even talk about that much, but is like a nice football yeah. player, man. And oh, like the TJ Edwards undrafted, but yeah. he like slowly became it. Yeah, Reed's one that just like came in and did it. And this is an off season discussion, and hopefully this discussion is not happening till the end of February. But it's an interesting one in terms of, do you just start him next year? Yeah. And then do you sign C- – well, you have Avante, so you just wouldn't sign CJ. Yeah. No, it's a really interesting one. Yeah. They, they, look, they've Especially got, considering, you know, I'd almost rather have Bradbury back at this point. It's an interesting question. Yeah, and look, Marcus Epps had a really nice year too. Yeah, you know, well, I, for I think a question he'll be back. Coming in, No, I know. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. coming into the season, that was like – For sure. Did a nice job. Another thing where everything turned out the best it could in a lot of ways. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Again, they went 14-3, and three and, they, yeah. and they lost two games with Gardner Minshew. Yeah. I mean, I had the top of my notes thing all year long. I I kept this here just because I thought it was funny. I put my 12-5 and five prediction, not enough, but I still get a victory lap. <laughs> yeah, you do, for sure. Uh, but they went 14-3, and, and they and they just two games weren't even with Jalen. It is yeah. like they really did. I, I know it hasn't ended as high as it was at times, but it really has been. a. They were able to—, to not win two games in a row and still have the last game of the season. That's how good they were. I mean, all think year. about this. They played 17 games, and I think there were only two losses that you could, like the Saints one, despite not having Jalen, I think is like it was a bad, bad performance. Yeah, they should And just, the Washington game was odd. But outside of that, yeah, I'm right there with you. I think it's a really, really good point. Um, uh, quick shot. I mean, we've done it all year. We don't need to dive in, but, uh, you know, shout out to the D line for the year they yeah. had. Obviously, we talked about the four dudes. I mean, Hassan Reddick. To the point we've talked about, and we'll during the offseason probably find the exact spot for it, but one of the, the great 
at least first season free agent signings in Eagles history. Yeah. He's had one of the great first years of a free agent in the history of the well, franchise. And it was funny. Javon Curse was the guest on the pregame show yesterday. Uh, by the way, he looks like he could still play. Dude, is it for the freak? Like, that's his nickname. Like, I'm not surprised. Like, he was always the most in shape, most yeah. athletically gifted guy. Like, um, he, Yeah. but That was his nickname. I know. But you think about it. Him and T.O. that year. AJ and uh, Reddick were have better. Probably been better. Not probably because Curse. Curse. I think only had nine sacks or something. Fine. He wasn't. I mean, sacks don't tell the whole story. He wasn't. He wasn't the same type of player he was in Tennessee when he came here. Right. Whereas like Reddick is is a DPOY candidate. Like he should be in the discussion for Defensive Player of the Year. He should absolutely. I agree. Now here's an interesting. Maybe it's a segue into Gannon or not, but. The biggest discussion we had, and I was in some ways leading the forefront of it, of don't drop this guy back. Don't do it, Gannon, right? Don't call him a weapon. Just He's going to end up dropping into coverage the fewest snaps in his career. There you go. Which, so, yeah. so, if, so while I think that there is a fair point of, you know, the sack record, does Gannon really get credit for that? How he signs the players? Like, all that, that stat to me is very much like, for whatever we want to think, Gannon has put these defensive linemen in the position to do what they do best. Look, and sometimes the simplest coaching move is the best coaching move. Yeah, and look, he, he, Gannon didn't have a bad year. There, he still frustrates me. There are spots, right. again, like you see you, know, you see Andy Dalton start off 14-14. It looks yeah. similar in the zone. And the DAC, the stuff he was doing, it's like, like there's stuff that just feels like, oh, I've seen this before. Why is this happening? But he, he can't kill Gannon for this year. He's had, and, and look, maybe we will after a playoff game. Let's hope we don't get there. Well, and look, he, the pregame news, you know, uh, big right. candidate for the Texans. I think he's going to get the Houston job. I hope he does, man. No <laughs> well, maybe this is a midweek pod. But real quick, yeah. uh, to your, they're 14-1 and with Jalen. They were 14-3 and at, with Gannon as a coordinator, and two of those losses came when the offense turned the ball over four times. There you go. Look at you. So for all of this, they can't be blah, blah, blah. You know. And the other loss, the, and again, how the other loss credit, off, how he put together a really nice yeah, 100%, roster defensively. Hundred yeah, percent. I you. just don't hear people say that in trying to discredit Nick Steichen. I get it. You know, because yeah. By the way, Robert Quinn flying around a little. Bit. I know. This was the first time I've noticed him all year. It would not funny, that, but it, if he comes in and does, well, you said he could have been hurt. That, this was your whole thing yeah. when they made the trade. The, you kept saying this line. You're like. Hey, if this guy makes a play in the playoffs, who cares? Yeah, I mean, that was what you kept saying. You're like, one play in the playoffs that matters. It's like, we're all going to be like, what a trade. And that could still happen. It could still happen. It's a really interesting point. Maybe he's healthy now. Maybe he wasn't healthy in Chicago and he needed whatever this thing was. That's possible. Scope on his knee. Um, Shout out to Miles again. Awesome year. They didn't use him enough yesterday, but he's running in tight spaces, his patience. Like, he really has looked like a different running back this year. Yeah. Um, Should we kill him a little bit for the nine straight passes? I feel like we casually mentioned it. I thought it was insane. Yeah, to come out. and I think I they probably wanted to get Jalen work. They wanted to get him the arm going a little bit and all that. But I thought it was insane. And then again, late in the game, when you're literally just trying to get off the field and use up clock, he's like throwing and throwing and throwing. I was like, it was very strange. What? What? Do you, yeah. Why? Why do you think that was? I think it's. I was gonna say it's because it's who they are, but but I do think yesterday also had it had the flavor of protect him. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe there was it's stuff because Jaylen most saw. of their running game is based on the the RPO stuff, and they knew Jalen wasn't Maybe. running. Yeah, and it was just if the if the other like quickly the Giants are like, all right, he's not running. We don't have to worry about this. And maybe it's something we come back to with why don't they just have more straight running plays? And I think right. we saw some yesterday. We actually did see yeah. some some straight handoffs and stuff. So maybe it has to do with that. Is the only thing I can think of is a I did, trying to give them a benefit of a doubt. Type of I did think there were a few plays watching it live where it felt like Miles there was more to be had yesterday. But overall, obviously, incredibly successful year. But yeah, I would have and I'm Mister Throw the Ball, obviously. 
but you know, but yeah, they should have ran it a little more to start the game. Yeah, I would. All right, a couple more things. Uh, again, we mentioned it before the Boston Scott thing. Do you ever remember anything like this? He has no. 10 touchdowns in eight games against the Giants. <laughs> He's a backup. He's a backup. Why would you back? ever give the ball to anybody but him in the red zone? Yeah, unbelievable. It like, like, again, for a head coach that's in on bits, like he gets it. Yeah. I, I wanted to ask him this after the game, I forgot. I, he's got to intentionally think, I want to get Boston Scott a touchdown. You you would think, right? right. Yeah. And, but, but again, I don't ever mind anything like this in any sport with like a bench guy. Well, look, guy if they play ever, the Giants in the playoffs, this could be Boston Scott's like his, yeah, his, his big all-time moment. Watch, that's a game he won't score a touchdown. Right? That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah it'll have like two fumbles. Right. And, um, all right. Uh, so, yeah, I thought, um, you know, uh, it's just very strange. I remember. Yeah. Uh, Props to you. Shout out to you. Broadcast you. talked about how important it was for Dallas Goddard. There was just an upper body injury, and he was able to focus on his legs while he was out, kept him sane, was able to come back stronger nice. and better. Charles Davis talked about how important that was as a player. Yeah. Shout out to you. Thank you. Thought you deserved some flowers Big for lower that body one. guy. You nailed that one. Yeah. A uh, couple more. Jake Elliott. Stud. Yeah. We, we, well, that's the thing with the special. Don't talk about him enough. What's that's the thing with the special teams. And first of all, we haven't, although they did have that long return yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. But the special teams for like six weeks now have been pretty good. Ever since it was like that panic moment. Yeah. They, they've been, they, since they brought that Ellis It's almost like they decided up, to they care. They brought the Ellis kid up. We're like, oh, yeah. bring someone up who's going to run down the field hard and fast. It's right. Like, oh, boom. Look at Sean that. Sean Bradley on IR, by the way. Yeah. 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 But um, that's the thing about the special teams where for all the issues, they still have one of the most clutch kickers in the league. Stud. And that's a big part of special yeah, teams. Now, now, Brett Kern. Not a stud. Not that's a stud. That's my notes. I wrote Jake Elliott is a stud. Brett Kern is not, not a stud. A really stud. bad punt yesterday. Yeah, it's, I feel like this is karmic retribution and for look, me. This is, this is where it could really end up mattering. You know? yeah. like, th- these games, again, you know, I don't think, who knows, but I would be surprised if they blow teams out in the playoffs. And they're probably going to be punting more. They're probably going to be punting in bigger situations. He's got to be better. Yep. All right, a few more NFC East New Year New Champ continues. Oh, yeah, you're right. That is wild. It really is wild. It's pretty unbelievable. Also, amazing. I'll say this though the Eagles, I'm going to, like, they're going to win it next year. Oh, I mean, look at this. (laughs) The Eagles next year break the streak. I feel feel like they're the best position in a while, dude. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Look at the NFC East. Three teams in the playoffs just two years after that seven and nine wins division. And And the fourth one was only eliminated last week. Yeah. Like, that's, um, you know, it's pretty cool. I'm not, yeah. you know, we root against the NFC East, but still, you know, it's nice to see the NFC East not be a, a dumpster fire right. anymore. It, I mean, it also adds to what the Eagles did. Yeah, it makes it look more yeah. impressive and all that. Agree. Uh, deferred to start the game? I mean, look, they got off the field, so it, whatever. I would have taken I would have taken the ball. Yeah. But, I mean, but look, it worked out. It worked out, so and it is what it is. And it's what they do. It's what they do. And, you know, the game, oh, I have a question for you, but if yeah, you want to sure. keep going through your notes. Okay. Well, here's mine. Okay, good. I, did you? Was there a point where you thought about pulling the starters? Um. So, like, it was on my mind throughout the game, but it, they they kept letting it stay so close that at no point was I was like at this point just kind of you know right. just win the football game. But I, I but Jalen wasn't it. even playing that well. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I guess you're the worries. Minshew comes in and completely like throws a, throws yeah. a ball away. Whatever. Right. But I thought at nineteen nothing, I was like. I thought about it. Like they were going to win that game. Yeah. At no point, even at the like, at no point was I worried they were actually going to lose the football game. So yeah, I think me there's either. a real argument for that. Also, onside kicks are just like such a joke at the this worst. point. Yeah. It's like change the rules. Um, like why even have it? But it is crazy to think as dominant as this team was this year, and as great as they were, and everything that we said about them at the beginning is true. It took recovering an onside kick in the final minute against the Giants' <laughs> backups of the final game to clinch the division in the number one seed. Yeah, it wasn't what we expected no. to be a few weeks ago. But no. you know what? They clinched number one seed, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, they did. A um, couple other notes uh, that I had here um, as I'm going through, like rifling through. Back-to-back delay of games, I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty, pretty funny. Wild. 
A uh, couple shout outs. Shout out to Ian Eagle for commenting on the forced cheesesteak shots. You didn't hear this, but he's like, yeah, it's like a rule. Why do we have yeah, to do this? It is always. Also good take, Wiz, in Philly, outside Philly. Should have said no Wait, cheese I, What was the take? Said, said Wiz in Philly. Are you saying you like Wiz or you're saying? Yes, of course. Cheese Wiz is the way to go on a cheesesteak. Oh, okay, steak. so we, we disagree, disagree on, on that. This one. Yeah. But anyway. Um, I do actually, quick cheesesteak take since you brought it up. Mm-hmm. I do think the Eagles press box should always just serve cheesesteaks. I like that. They served just, fish just, yesterday. We, what? What are we doing here? Yeah. Just do cheesesteaks. People that are coming want I it. Fish People that in live here want it. In, a, in that setting is probably not the. Yeah, it's the, not the move. Just do cheesesteaks. Just do cheesesteaks. I think it's a good take by you. Yeah, I bet like you could even get like a. everyone's coming out of town. D'Alessandro like, sign above yeah, it or something. They could provide the meat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just want a cheesesteak. That's a good call by you. Um, all right. Um, Panthers beating the Saints. Shout out. Yes. Thank you. So the 10th pick in the draft. That is exciting. It is cooler saying it's top 10, too. It does. It but matters, you know what's right? interesting? They ended up jumping six spots. Because of that? Wow. Well, no, I'm saying they traded the 16th pick last year. Oh, I see and they go, So the trade ended up netting them six spots. Nice. And what is at least believed to be a, a, better a draft. stronger draft. Yeah. So. And they clearly didn't end up needing the rookie. And they clearly, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and yeah they got basically nothing out of Jordan Davis no, all year. A, that's a really so. good point, too. Um, thank God the Eagles didn't get Brandon Staley. Yeah, he's a terrible coach. Dude, what was he? He got Mike Williams hurt and then still has Justin Herbert in the game after. Unbelievable stuff. And I think, I think I got all my notes, buddy. There it is. Oh, one more. The Jalen Hurts, you see the James Palmer stat before the game? It's pretty wild. Probably not. Um, so Jalen Hurts with the win today. And I think, um. Uh, oh, is this the Dan Marino stat? No. So the TD to interception ratio, I'm assuming he led the league. I didn't see with the interception, whether he, be, I assume he did, but, uh, this was prior to the game. He said, um. Jenner's is in line, and I think it finished this way. Uh, to lead the NFL in QB win percentage, which obviously he did. Yeah. And TD to interception ratio this season. Every QB in the Super Bowl era who has who uh, uh who has done so won the MVP and or the Super Bowl that season. So wow. Well, and Jalen deserves the there. MVP. Yeah. I, I do I do believe that. I agree. Um all right, I think that's all I got in my notes. So did you see Jalen uh is the youngest, second youngest quarterback? Ever to win 14 games. This is the Marino one. Yeah. yeah. That's Dan pretty amazing. Like, now, bad news. Marino never won a Super Bowl. True. But still, True. pretty pretty good class to uh, to be in. Um, I'm trying to think of something I just had on my mind about Jalen while you were reading that stat, but now I can't remember it. Theme of the show, memories. Yeah. Hey, it was no like a you know, long night, long yeah. morning. We got a lot going on um, here. I'm trying to think. You have no more notes. Uh, yeah, no more. Last thing I have is just the playoff field, which obviously we're going to talk more about. As yeah. We get into, I mean, general that, that, thoughts. I still think overall when I look at the team, it it's not good that they're not playing their their best football. And you know, we talk about 2017 so much in referencing like it I think it taught us a lot too just in terms of me and you of like how we view vo- football teams and the went stuff. And I think like watching the team for as long as we have, you learn things and it shapes your opinion. If they go to the Super Bowl this year, then I think you can really put to bed the momentum thing. Right? Cuz like sure. you put 20 it would be, it would be twice. Yep. It wouldn't mm-hmm. just be one time. Yep. Now what do you? They'll be favorites, I think, in their first playoff. Oh, absolutely! Against either Tampa, the Cowboys, or yeah. one of the two. If it's the Giants, or it won't be Seattle, but theoretically, yeah. you never know. Yes, they will be absolutely be favorites in that game. Yeah, and I, I think when I look at it, like quick at the end of the pod thing would be Seattle to me would be the easiest one. Mm-hmm. Giants would be they're definitely winning that game, but maybe it's a little whatever. Yep. Um, Tampa would be they're going to win, but it's scary. Mm-hmm. And Dallas would be they could they could lose that game. So you know what's funny is I know that Dallas is better than Tampa. 
And I think Tampa stinks. I've said it all year. You'd rather play. I think Dallas. I'd rather play Dallas than Tampa. I don't know what it is, but like I, I think I'm just more scared I don't of Brady than, yeah. than Dak in a playoff game. I also think there's something to the fact that Tampa smoked them last yeah, year. Yeah, and it's Brady, and it's Brady. Yeah. Like you never know. Right? So Howard Eskin said on the pregame show yesterday he would rather play uh, Dallas than the Giants. That's a weird take, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, but look, I will say, I mean, Dak's playing bad. I think they have Dable, a better coaching Dable staff, is way better. Yeah. So you know, look, Dable got a lot of guys yesterday. Like, I don't think that's a crazy. I, I disagree, but I don't think it's like the craziest take. Ever. Yeah, they're just not talented. They're just that's not, the Giants exactly. thing. That's the problem. They just don't have enough dudes. Yeah. Um, um, and look, the fact that if it does play out where the Vikings and the Niners win, the fact that the Dallas Tampa Bay game is the Monday night game. I know. That the team they're going to be playing is going to be coming to Philly on a short week well, on the road. It also so means the Eagles are something. probably opening Eagles on a Sunday. Eagles definitely on Sunday. Yeah. Exactly. Barring, Assuming, I mean, the Seahawks yeah. win the first game, right, if one then of the, you exactly. could see that. So, but yeah. I, I would, if you're on the Eagles, I'll play on Saturday if it means Seattle. Yeah, coming. look, I think they want either Eagles-Cowboys or Eagles-Bucks. What if Assuming it's one of those two teams, that will be the premier matchup. That and like Bills-Bengals will be like the two main yeah. matchups. Now, in the will Bills-Bengals anyway. be on a neutral field? I don't. Think so. I think it's just the championship game because the Bills still would have ended up because the still, Bills still. Actually, I'm not sure. It's a really good question. Yeah, we'll that's the issue with this thing. It's we just, got so much. Look, we got luckily we got the all week to yeah. a stress free playoff week. No matter what happens, is a beautiful thing. Yeah, the buy the buy is a uh, a big deal. It's definitely a huge huge deal that they got it, and we'll have plenty of time to debate about where they're at. But look, they are where they are. Two playoff, two home playoff games. That's all they got to do. Got to hope Jalen is. Find that mojo again yes. like they did in 2017. 100%. All right, any uh, final thoughts before we get out of here? Man, I have such a good final thought, and I just can't decide if I should use it today or on the midweek. Wow. Point. I mean, is it something we would want to, like, expound on? Because if it is, save it for the other one. But if it's just I feel like drop... it's something you might want to expound on. But okay. I also don't want to hype it up too much. I'll save it. Save it. I'll save it. Okay. So your final thought is, I have a final thought. Coming. That I'm saving. Yeah. I love this it. This feels like the Tuesday or Wednesday type of final okay. thought. I think I, but I, I have it written down. I agree with that. Okay. So. Tease, we'll be back later in the week, and we'll get to that, <laughs> yes, and we'll, yeah. we'll preview the playoffs and the whole field. And look, again, I, I know yesterday wasn't perfect, but you know, when you step back and look at where we started the season, where we were last year, where we've been the last couple years, you know, 14-3 and three in the one seed, that's, you know, yeah. s- step back for a second and say, wow, it's a historic day. It's pretty cool. It's an historic cool. day at the length that they, uh, that they did that. All right. Uh, we'll be back later this week. Until then, he's William James. 